The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We cross now back to the US uh, for news of Donald Trump's impending arraignment in New York. Anthony Zerker, the North American correspondent for the BBC, is with me. So, Anthony, what is uh, the latest? I hear some mention of a, a Trump speech later today. There is going to be a Trump speech at Mar-a-Lago once he returns back home to Florida in the evening here. There's also the chance that he might talk to cameras in the halls of the courtroom, either before or after he's arraigned. So I think we are definitely going to be hearing from Donald Trump in person, even if there are no television cameras that are going to be allowed in the courtroom itself. So we're only going to be able to see still photographs of Donald Trump actually standing before the judge to hear the charges presented against him. So a contrite and understated Donald Trump from Mar-a-Lago, I have no (laughs) doubt, a little bit later uh, this evening for people. Um, Do do we have any indication yet, Anthony, on on exactly what he might be charged with? Well, uh, there have been some news reports uh, that were published citing sources within the district attorney's office yesterday, and they said that uh, there were going to be 34 uh, charges, uh, some of them felonies, uh, related to this hush money payment uh, that was made in 2016 by Donald Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, uh, to the adult film star Stormy Daniels, $130,000 in hush money payments uh, to try to get her not to talk about an alleged affair that she had with Donald Trump. The crime is going to be, uh, assuming this, these uh, indications are correct, the crime is going to be that Donald Trump reimbursed his lawyer and then uh, did not properly uh, identified that reimbursement as a campaign expense, uh, an expense in order to help him in his 2016 presidential campaign. And that's where this becomes fraud and, and also covering up the crime okay. of a campaign violation. So so talk us briefly to the, the choreography this evening. What is expected to happen where and when? We're expected uh, in just uh, about two hours for Donald Trump to make the trip from uh, his apartment at Trump Tower in Manhattan Uh, by car down to the New York City courthouse, uh, where he will uh, reportedly enter through a back entrance, proceed to be booked, that is fingerprinted, and and recorded his information uh, with the police department, and then from there go straight to a a courtroom where he will stand before a judge uh, and have the charges read out uh, to him. Again, none of this is going to be in public view, uh, we may have some still photographs, but no, no video of this. Uh, and then after that's done, and that should only take about 15 minutes for the actual arraignment for the judge to take place, uh, he will either talk to cameras in the, in the courtroom hallway or head straight back to his motorcade. And we don't know whether he's going to go back to Trump Tower after that or head straight to the airport, get on his uh, eponymous plane and fly back to Mar-a-Lago, which he departed from yesterday. Well, I know Donald Trump has suggested that uh, the case should be heard in Staten Island. Very unfair that it's being held where it is uh, due to be held. The whole thing is very unfair. So says the former president. Matt Mayer is president of Opportunity at Ohio, currently exploring, I understand, a run for the governorship uh, of Ohio. Matt, is the former president right? Is this all very unfair? Well, well, I mean, I think he's right that it's a purely political case. Uh, that only is coming because it involves him. Um, I think that's pretty clear because, you know, Alvin Bragg wouldn't have brought this case uh, against anybody other than Donald Trump. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think he's right to at least point that out. So, uh, I mean, is, is it your contention that, I mean, he is possibly guilty of some wrongdoing, but just not the level of wrongdoing that that, that this 
district attorney and that others suggest. Is, uh, is that fair? Well, I, well, I think to clarify what your correspondent said, I mean, the, 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 the violation of what would be a falsified of business record, which is a misdemeanor in New York. Uh, so it, it, that's something you don't even waste time on a grand jury. What Bragg's trying to do is say that there was an, a federal election campaign violation that then is what then led to the falsified business. So it's the it's the federal alleged felony that is what's driving this. And, and the problem for that is that the FEC and the Department of Justice didn't agree with them. They didn't charge Trump for any campaign violation. And there is a test for the federal election committee called the irrespective test, which means if he would have made the payment irrespective of his campaign, meaning because he didn't want Melania to find out about this or whatever to silence her, which is the case here, right? That's arguably the case. It, it's not a campaign violation because it, it's personal money. So mm. it, it's going to be fascinating to watch how this unfolds. I, I fully expect if it goes to trial, he probably would be convicted because it's such a biased jury in Manhattan that no Republican in a political case could possibly not get convicted, regardless of what the facts are. So, you know, this is going to put Donald Trump at the center of the tension for, for the foreseeable future, which I think is the goal of Bragg and the, and the Democrats, is because the more he's in, in the frame, right, the less anybody else can be. And, and then he becomes the nominee for the Republicans, which they see him as a wounded nominee because he has so alienated certain voter segments and key battleground states. So it makes it easier for them to win the 24 election. So, you know, that, we'll see how that all plays out. But um, I think that's ultimately what's driving this. Uh, I mean, are we reading a bit too much into it, Matt? I mean, no, I, ac- I accept, I accept your, 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 your I arguments about, you know, the issues around the jury and, and the likelihood of this being brought, these charges against anyone else. But the idea that they're doing it because they they want him to get the attention so he'll be the nominee because it's easier for then the Democrats to beat Trump than a DeSantis or a Haley or someone else, is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, that, you know, he, because, and even people on our side say that, right? Because, you know, we, we certain, like, we would rather see a DeSantis become the nominee because I think he stands a better chance. He doesn't have the baggage Trump has. I mean, Trump has lost in 2018. He lost in 2020. He lost in 2022 when he kind of became the face of the of the election. So, yeah, I think it's absolutely, you know, that's why, look, he's raised, what, $8 million in the last five days uh, over this type of thing. And so there, there are those of us who would like just to see him kind of fade into the distance. But this case will ensure he not only doesn't fade, but that the Republican base backs him even more, which is what the latest polling has showed over the last week, that he's getting more support because of the indictment, which is only going to make it more guaranteed that he is the nominee come 2024. So I, I don't think it's far-fetched at all. But when you say that you use the phrase, if, if it comes to trial, I mean, what, what might stop us ultimately getting in front of a jury? Well, because I think Trump has lots of due process claims that he can make, including appeals of whether this is even a valid case that Bragg can bring because of the whole MacGyvering of a state misdemeanor to a alleged federal offense when there is no federal crime that's been committed. And so I think it's going to be very difficult to 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 get that ultimately in front of the jury. Uh, if the judge does miss it, then you know moving forward on that. But even if it is a conviction, my guess is you'll see an appeal that Trump would have ultimately win. So th- this this is all political theater in mo- in most situations, and I think it'll over the course of time will peter out. But that's mm. not what I'm focused on, right? People like me are focused on how does it impact the next year, essentially, as the Republicans try to figure out who they're going to nominate for the 2024 election against the weak and wounded Joe Biden.
I, I, I kind of joked earlier about, you know, a kind of a contrite and understated Trump speech later on I, this evening in, in, in Mar-a-Lago. But I mean, the, the way you describe it, he, 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 he's got to be loving all this. Has, ever, on some right? level, he's got to be loving all this, does he? Yeah, yeah. No, he, of course he loves it. I mean, look, Donald Trump believes any attention is good attention, right? And, and he's raised $8 million because of it. I mean, there are folks like me that have criticized him because, you know, over the last three years, you know, you've had these nonviolent January 6th folks. Again, I'm not talking about the violent ones, but the ones who just like essentially trash pass are being bankrupted and hounded and thrown in jail. And Donald Trump and his kids haven't done it, lifted a finger to help those folks with their legal defense, defense funds. Right. But boy, he's raised eight million dollars for his own legal defense. And he's going to, you know, he wants everybody to show up for him. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think he loves the attention and, you know, he's not capable of being contrite. Or apologetic. It's just not in his DNA, and that's partially why he alienates certain core, you know, segments of the voting population in America. All right. Well, listen. As Anthony Zerker told us a, a few moments ago, he is expected to make his way around seven o'clock Irish time uh, to that courthouse. Uh, and if there's any movement before then, we'll bring it to you live. As the if there's any clarity on, on what the charges might be exactly as well, we will bring that to you uh, here on the show. Matt, always a pleasure. Thanks a million for the time. Matt Mayer is president of Opportunity Ohio. He's exploring a run. We understand we'll have to talk again about that, Matt, uh, for the governorship uh, of that state. And Anthony Zerker is the North American correspondent for the BBC. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.